Welcome to another episode of Walks, where we go on walks with people of all walks of life. Today, we have an exciting guest, Reed Fox. Um, He works at Street Soccer, which is an organization that seeks to tackle poverty and empower people through soccer. They have a ton of really cool initiatives, including putting together various teams every year to attend the Homeless World Cup. Reed started volunteering there 12 years ago and has been working full-time for the last four. In his role, he is the New York Adult Program Manager and specifically the Homeless World Cup Director, uh, which is awesome. He's been a close friend for several years now and has a fascinating story, which is why I wanted to get him on this podcast. Reed, uh, welcome on board. I was scared, man. I was, I was 15. I was like, a skinny white kid, you know, and like going into a homeless shelter for the first time. So to kick it off, tell us a bit more about you. Who is Reed Fox? Yeah, so I was a soccer player all my life. You know, I'm 27 years old now. I grew up in a small town uh, called Rhinebeck, New York, upstate. And very white community. You know, I was from a middle class very white town family. And um, I hadn't really seen homeless people before. I hadn't been around refugees, but I was always a huge soccer player and soccer fan. And so through a family friend, I met the founder of Street Soccer USA when I was in high school, when I was 15, before I could even drive. And I heard about this amazing organization he was running, using soccer and homeless shelters as a tool to reconnect people to society and and achieve their goals and so my dad drove me down uh to street soccer and and we went to the shelter and it was just such an influx of joy and happiness and really realized these people aren't different than I am you know we're we're all the same and the thing that that was bonding them was soccer and so uh that kind of got got me hooked on, on the idea of street soccer and really using sport for social change that's awesome. So I can imagine I can imagine it was a pretty fascinating concept as you said from the start. What was what was your first session like? Like what what's the first day look like? I was scared, man. I was I was 15. I was like a skinny white kid, you know, and like going into a homeless shelter for the first time. It's pretty scared and like once you walked into the gym though where they were running practice and and kicking balls around, it was just you just become a soccer player and you forget you're in the homeless shelter. And, you know, when the people are playing, they're not homeless. I'm not, not homeless. We're all just soccer players uh, in that moment. And so once I started playing and helping coach and it just felt like a, like a soccer practice. And so, um, although I was definitely scared at first, I sort of, uh, you know, got used to the vibe and, and really once we started playing, it was just so much fun and, and full of joy. What were, I can, I can imagine, as you were saying, you're, you're pretty scared. I mean, it's, it's pretty sort of like new environment, new sort of like concept for you. What were, what were some of the challenges that you sort of like experienced as a 15 year old walking into that, like during that sort of like first, maybe like couple months, first period there? Yeah. So the first time I went I was just an assistant right so they had a a head coach and I was just sort of helping out um and then you know 
we're dealing with guys who are between 18 and 65. So it's guys of all ages, races, backgrounds, you know, and so I'm a little 15 year old kid and like trying to get the respect of these, these guys uh, was not easy. And I built that through, you know, having a, a positive attitude and, and really just, you know, having fun with it. Um, and you know, one session I ended up having to run by myself, I remember, because the head coach couldn't make it. And I remember showing up and being pretty scared again and, like, got the equipment. And then I saw a couple of the guys who I had recognized from, from coaching for the past couple months. And uh, they instantly were like, oh, coach, let me take that gear, man. Let me help you with that. Like, let's go get some of the guys. And, like, they just made me feel so welcomed and, and supported and it was like, oh, I mean, these are just good guys, you know? And so um, that was a big kind of help and, and a big relief for me. That's cool. That's cool. I, I actually, um, I think like what you said about how the people involved can be from like a ton of different backgrounds, but at the end of the day, once you start playing soccer, it's like you have that big thing that, that sort of like unites you. Because when I was in, in college, I remember there was this program through the athletics department where you would, it was basically like a volunteering program and you would um, help coach different sort of like adults from like the local community that had a variety of different sort of like mental health issues. And they would come every Wednesday, I remember to the sort of like sporting facilities of, of my university um, in the UK. And you would just sort of like set up a training program for them you'd have a couple of drills that you would run and then you'd have like a game at the end. And it was pretty interesting because I was someone who'd just moved to the UK, um, had a very different background to, to a lot of these adults, as you were saying, I was like way younger than, than most of them. And at the end of the day, we we're very different, but that passion for soccer sort of like made everything like pretty seamless in terms of like connecting. Like once we, once the, the, the ball sort of dropped onto the court and we started playing, like it didn't really matter who you were, what your age was, where you came from. It was like, hey, who's going to pass me the ball? Who's going to score? Who's going to do this and that? So um, it's it's kind of fascinating how one common passion, in this case soccer, can just like unite people from like such different backgrounds. Yeah, and this field of sport for development is kind of a a growing concept and idea of using sport, um, you know, to achieve social outcomes. Um, And soccer is by far the most prevalent one throughout these organizations because what do you need? You need a ball and that's really it. You need a space to play. So really all you need is a ball and you can create such big positive, you know, changes just using a ball and there's no other sport like that. True. What, what, what are some of the, I'm curious to know, what, what are some of the other sort of like initiatives that you've seen, like other similar things to so like street soccer USA? Oh, there's quite a few. Um, There's a Sport for Good collective in New York City that's run by Laureus, and they've connected, uh, you know, all of us through different networking events and things like that. Uh, And so there's a ton. There's figure skate, Harlem figure skating. Um, There's different baseball programs. Uh, There's other soccer ones. Uh, America scores is one of my favorite ones. They combine soccer with poetry in low income schools, um, to give kids a voice and empowerment. Um, so there, there's a bunch and, uh, it's a really, really cool field. And, 
you know, that's kind of the soccer is, is really just the vehicle um, to developing relationships. And then once you have those trusting relationships, you can look to seek these outcomes that we're looking for, connecting people to housing, employment, education, um, and achieving their goals off the field. So, you know, for us, soccer is really just a vehicle to achieving larger successes. Yeah, because I remember like the, the time that I've spoken with you about this and, and when you started telling me about sort of like the concept and how it's set up is you first use soccer right to get everyone to like comfortable, build that trust, and then you start incorporating other resources, as you said, to help people um, off the field. And I know you kind of have covered some of the initiatives, but we'd love to hear a bit more about sort of like those programs and those resources and almost like how you use soccer to then help them um, with, with stuff. Off the yeah, field. totally. So as I mentioned, soccer, you know, that's the recruiting tool. That's sort of our vehicle for engagement. And then once we build those trusting relationships with our players through showing up consistently um, and having a good time, then we do three, six and 12 month goal setting with all of our participants um, and that obviously varies participant to participant, depending on what they have going on in their lives. Um, and then those goals, um, we follow up each month and checking into, you know, what steps have you taken to achieve this goal? Where have you backtracked? What can I do to support you there? Um, and then specifically in our adult programs, we partner with their case managers and figure out, okay, what do they need to be doing for you in terms of uh, making sure that they're in compliance with everything that needs to be done so they're not losing their beds in the shelters and so they're moving forward um, down a path to finding housing and employment. Um, and then on the field, so we're not just out there kind of aimlessly kicking a ball around and just like playing. So all of our sessions are structured around eight street soccer skills. So this is a life skills curriculum that combines a street skill or a life skill with a soccer skill. Um, and so we've created this methodology um, and have tons and tons of these activities that throughout these practices, we're working on different skills and then we discuss how those skills can be applied to our, to our lives. Um, and so all of our sessions are based around these street soccer skills. So um, throughout the whole time, we're working on uh, more than just becoming good soccer players. Nice. What, what's the one that I remember you told me about that's like the, the, the triangle of support uh, that applies to like soccer, but also. Yeah. So field. one of the eight street soccer skills is build your triangle. So if you're familiar with, with soccer at all, um, the triangle um, is the basis of every soccer formation out there. Um, and that's because you have three points, one with the ball and two support points. Right. Um, and so on the, on the field uh, as a soccer skill, you want to try to build your triangle. So you always have two options to pass the ball. You always have two people to cover you on defense. Right. Uh, and so in life, how does that apply? Right. And it's about having a support system in life, people who you can rely on when you have problems, right. People who can come to you when they have problems, 
where knowing where your help is uh, and knowing how to access that help. So those are all sort of the concepts that that we discuss um, and implement throughout each of our sessions. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting because I think like uh, for most people who hear about the program, the first sort of like thought that they have is like, oh well, you play soccer and, and you kind of like do that without maybe any like specific purpose, as you said, just to recruit people and then you obviously help them with uh, other resources. But it's very interesting that even the soccer piece is very closely aligned with helping with like personal development. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is, we which almost is really cool. um, don't even like to think of ourselves like a soccer organization. We like to think of ourselves like an educational organization um, because really we're not trying to create incredible soccer players. It's great if we can and if we do, but that's never our goal. Our goal is to, you know, create amazing people. True. I mean, I guess like, yeah, because at the end of the day, it could be soccer, but it could theoretically be any sort of like sport or activity exactly. um, that you're using. Exactly. Super, super interesting. Um, so one of the things that sort of like you do within your role, right, is sort of orchestrating um, everything around the, the World Cup, uh, the Homeless World Cup every year. Pretty interesting idea. I think a lot of people probably listening to this podcast won't really know what that even entails so would love to to have you sort of like describe what what the homeless world cup actually entails and, and so like what yeah you i for me this is the coolest thing that we do and i'm lucky now to be our homeless world cup director and sort of organize the trip every year um so the homeless world cup is its own nonprofit organization the homeless world cup foundation um and that was started in scotland back in the early 2000s i believe 2003 was the first homeless world cup and it's street soccer so it's four against four so it's teams of eight and there's teams from all over the world at the most recent one in 2019 in cardiff wales there was 50 teams um there's a men's division and a women's division and teams come from all over the world. The homeless world cup foundation puts us up in housing, whether it's university dorms or hotels, it depends on the year. Um, and then it's a 10 day sort of football tournament and also celebration and there's cultural events and networking. And it's really just a, a festival of, celebration for all these players have achieved um but then also can get very competitive especially uh towards the top of the table so it's an unbelievable event and it's really almost like being in a different world because people are just so happy and having so much fun uh and it's people from everywhere all ages all races all languages being spoken it's just a amazing event and it's it's my favorite 10 days of the year every year for sure and through through street soccer usa as of now like well i'm curious to know um if you have any sort of like um insights into maybe like how many people have gone through the programs or like how many people have like left homelessness like after going through through the through the sort of like curriculum. I'm, I'm curious to know about, I guess, like the, the impact piece for people to also understand like how powerful uh, everything yeah, that you do is. Yeah, so 
we don't have like that granular of data um, because it's it's difficult to track because uh, it's such a transient population of people coming and going. Um, but we connect 75% of our participants to housing, education, or employment within a year of them joining the program. Um, so it is powerful, of course, you know, it's not for everybody and we can't help everybody. Um, but most of the people who, who get involved, we see real, real positive life changes with. Yeah, I mean, 70, 75 is like pretty, pretty significant because uh, you probably have like a, a lot of people, right? Like going through it like every year, or even at any point. Yeah, so um, we also run youth programs. So we run free soccer clubs in low income areas and uh, for homeless youth as well. Um, so between our youth and adult participants, we engage over 15,000 annually, and that's throughout 14 cities across the U.S. Wow, that's pretty big. It's becoming, yeah. It's almost, yeah. No, I was going to say that's almost like my undergrad <laughs> population, um, which is uh, so it's a lot, lot, lot of humans, um, which is which is cool. And so one, one, I guess, question that I had as I was thinking through through our chat today is, with everything happening this year, um, how has that affected sort of like the the programs that Street uh, Soccer USA has been able to run this. this business. It's been a challenge, you know, for all organizations like ours. It's been hard. Um, you know, we've lost some funding because cities are facing huge deficits. So we've lost some funding from cities. Some of our other fundraising sources have dried up. And then obviously we haven't been able to play much. Um, we implemented uh, kicking covid uh, playbook for our coaches so we safely have been able to reopen in different places um, for a little bit but again we can't you know we have to comply with the guidelines so we can be done with this but um, so our numbers have totally taken a hit our attendance has but our program managers and our site managers have done an amazing job staying in contact with families and participants and being creative and finding um, ways to engage our players still, whether that's through Zoom calls, um, you know, different games with, with our players. They've been doing cooking lessons. They, uh, they've been doing all, all sorts of things, digital goal setting. So anything that, that we can continue to do, we've done, but uh, there's no doubt that it's, it's been difficult. Yeah, I can imagine. Because, I mean, like, even – even through like Zoom and like digital stuff, right? I can imagine that, especially if you're from an underserved sort of like background and, and in this case, even like homeless, right? Like you probably like lack access to that or you need to do it through like the um, place that you're staying or through maybe like other programs, but it must be tough for them to even like access sometimes, right? Like the, the resources. Yeah, so, get so for, your, for like for my adults here in New York, I've basically, I haven't been able to run any Zoom sessions because most of them don't don't have the capability to to connect, um, and so it's for me. It's just been personal phone calls to all my players, like every week, um, or sometimes twice a week, and just checking in and and making sure everyone's doing okay and is safe and healthy, and helping them with anything they need. And so you've you've been volunteering there. 
um, for the last 12 years. You've been working there full time for the last four. You've obviously done a ton. This has been a huge part of your life. How has volunteering and now working at street soccer shaped you as a person? Yeah, I think it's played a huge part of my life for, you know, everyone who knows me knows that I'm one of the happier guys around. I'm, I'm really a positive person and it's, I think largely due to my early involvement with street soccer and just seeing, you know, homeless guys with, you know, most of them not working, living in a shelter uh, estranged from their family, you know, and uh, they're having so much fun playing soccer. And it's like, what do I have to complain about in the world? You know, like I've, I've been given everything most of us uh, have. And so we're so lucky that, you know, we're very privileged and, and we're lucky to have everything that we do. Um, and so yeah, I think it's really shaped my outlook on life and just kind of made me the, the guy I am today. I can I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the when I met you, it was like probably like second or third thing we, second or third uh, comment that uh, occurred in the conversation. It was like, oh shit, you you work at Street Soccer USA, you help people um, from sort of like less privileged backgrounds. You use a tool like soccer to get back on their feet, which which was awesome and. I know we've had a lot of chats about this and it's something that you've spoken um, in front of my company. We've, we're doing this podcast and we'll, we'll probably be collaborating hopefully um, moving forward as well. And, and yeah, I think like I've told you this a couple of times, but it is pretty fascinating what you're doing. I think like even the concept of, especially like the homeless world cup is just like such a unique and, and special sort of like idea. And I think like the, the different programs that you have. And uh, so like, finding the the time and the resources to push forward like it the world needs more people like you in a way um because it, it is pretty special what you're doing and i think from my point of view it's always been a, a source of inspiration so hopefully it, it also was a source of inspiration for anyone uh listening to to this episode and and yeah i appreciate you you no on. problem and check us out online streetsockerusa.org and through instagram and twitter and facebook as well and and follow us and connect and volunteer in your local street soccer program or help us out at events or donate if you can.